Here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballon in one of the Sunday morning services. So we'd like to continue our series of messages on follow me. So this week we are going to talk about following Lord Jesus Christ sacrificially. Remember last week we spoke about following Lord Jesus faithfully. And week before we talked about following Lord Jesus Christ willingly. Even week before we talked about following Lord Jesus intimately. You know, somehow, for some reason, God wants us to follow him. You know, today if you look at the world, there are many people who are following Jesus for different reasons. But Lord God wants us to follow Lord Jesus Christ for the right reason what scripture tells us. People follow for different reasons, as I said. They just be an observer. They just want to believe in God for a miracle. They, some of them may be good fans of Lord Jesus Christ. Some of them just visit Jesus Christ once in a while. Some of them really look for some blessings and benefits from Lord Jesus Christ. But God is looking for people who follow him intimately, follow him willingly, follow him faithfully. And Lord Jesus is looking for followers who follow Lord Jesus Christ sacrificially. One of the profound and astounding words that Jesus spoke when he looked at the disciples, he looked at the disciples and he said, follow me. The moment they heard the word, the scripture says they left their profession and they started following Lord Jesus Christ. And this morning God is speaking to us about following Lord Jesus Christ sacrificially. I want you to look at the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus when he was crucified at the cross. You know, first of all, he gave up all the glory and honor that he had in heaven in order to become a man. He became a man like you and me on this earth, leaving all the glory and honor that God Almighty has given to his only begotten son. That was an amazing sacrifice that he made from his point. He also sacrificed his life on this earth because he lived only 33 and a half years. Can you imagine? someone living on this earth at 33, until 33 and a half years and dying. You know, that's the peak of our life on this earth. That's the time probably we are just enjoying everything on this world. He, Jesus Christ, as a man on this earth, he died at the age of 33 and a half. He sacrificed his life for you and me. As a human, he left all his comforts. You know, when he was ministering in the wilderness, one point of time, he looked at the disciples, some of them, those who wanted to follow Lord Jesus. And this is what he said. He said, he said, fox have holes and the birds of the air have nest. But the son of man has no place even to lay his head. You know, he was just wandering in the wilderness. He was just walking, walking all along in the wilderness, ministering to the people of God. He had no comfort. He left all his comfort. He sacrificed himself in his, in his life. Even at the death at the cross, it was not just an ordinary death. You know, he went through a, you know, excruciating pain at the cross as he was crucified. He allowed himself to be tortured at the hands of the Roman soldiers. You know, it was a total sacrifice from the, from the part of Lord Jesus Christ. The suffering at the Gethsemane was a sacrifice. The suffering at the cross was a sacrifice. The suffering of allowing himself to be beaten at the back was a sacrifice. The suffering of allowing himself be crowned with a thorn of crown, crown of thorns, it was a sacrifice. You know, every part that Jesus experienced at the cross uh, during the process of crucifixion was a sacrifice. 
Christ sacrificed himself for us. And today he is asking you and me for, to follow him sacrificially because he has already sacrificed his life for us. Christ sacrificed himself at the cross. Then the question may be, why are you asking me to sacrifice? Why do you say that God is asking you to sacrificially follow Lord Jesus Christ? You know, I just want to make my statement very clear this morning here. Jesus already sacrificed his life. And most of us, sometimes we believe that we don't need to sacrifice because Jesus already went through everything at the cross. The question is, why do I sacrifice? What do you expect me to do? A couple of things I want to talk about in order to give, throw some light into this aspect. The salvation that we receive is free. But it costs Jesus his own life. Just want you to follow carefully, closely. Salvation that we receive today is free. We don't pay for the salvation. But it costs Jesus his very own life. The salvation today we receive is totally free. But it costs something for us to protect the salvation. You know, today we are saved. Once we are saved, scripture doesn't allow us to walk in our own ways. It walks, expects us to walk in a godly way. You should be willing to pay. You should be willing to sacrifice from your end in order to protect the precious salvation. So there is a little bit of sacrifice. Let me take it further. The gospel that we preach today, it is free. But it needs the disciples to preach the gospel. The gospel is free, but it needs disciples Followers like you and me to preach the gospel to others. The gospel is free today, but the discipleship can cost everything. Gospel is free, but the discipleship to make you and me as a disciple, it can cost everything. It can cost, you know, so much of expensive things from our lives because we need to sacrifice. We should be willing to sacrifice in order to become disciple of Lord Jesus Christ. You know, cost of discipleship can be so high at times. You know, if I talk to some of you who had a very terrible past life, if I ask you, you know, how do you feel that, you know, now when, how are you doing in the Lord? You may say that, you know, it's tough at times because you need to throw, you need to sacrifice those unwanted things. Even though some of those things you have still affinity, you still like doing it, but you are not doing it because you want to sacrifice those things for the Lord. Cost of discipleship can be high at times. We are talking about Christ sacrificed himself. And then why do you and me need to sacrifice today? You know, that cost that we are paying today is known as sacrifice. You know, unless we are willing to make this sacrifice, we cannot become the disciple of Lord Jesus Christ. Disciples are the one who left their passion and pride in this world. And they took the cross and they decided to follow Lord Jesus Christ. For some of us, it may be just a 180 degree turn. We were going in this direction. Now, once we accepted Lord Jesus Christ, God is asking us to move in the direction exactly opposite to the direction which we were going. It is tough at times. But we are ready to pay the cost. You know, that cost is known as the sacrifice that you and me to make in order to protect our salvation, in order to take the gospel and to go and preach to somebody who is not having Jesus in his or her life. Following sacrificially means a couple of things. 
This morning I would like to highlight a couple of them here. Following God <coughs> requires certain amount of sacrifice from our lives. Let's put you know, things in practice now. In, in the practical aspect, let's try to understand this topic. As we said, Jesus Christ sacrificed his life. And as the children of God, you and me are called to sacrifice in order to protect our salvation, in order to follow Lord Jesus Christ as a disciple. And what does it really mean to you and me today when we talk about sacrifice? We are not talking about animal sacrifice, and neither we are not talking about even uh, uh, sacrifice of praise, but we are talking about sacrifice that God expects us to make in order to follow him. You know, first of all, the sacrifice that means saying no to temptation. You know, one of the pain you and I go through as we live on this earth is saying no to some of the temptations that we experience in our lives. Somebody asks, what is the cross that God has given in my life? What do you think? The answer was, every time you say no to the temptation, it becomes a cross on your life. You know, some of our lives, we are craving to do certain things, but we are asked to say no to those things because you want to keep yourself as a child of God. And every time you do that, you know the pain, you know, I hope anybody understand what I'm talking about? Yes. So when we say no to those things, we experience the pain in our lives. That nothing, it's nothing but you're sacrificing for the sake of God, for the sake of keeping the salvation. Doing something for God in your rest time. You know, there is a good time for you to rest. And at that time, somebody is asking some help. Somebody is calling you to come and pray for them. Somebody is asking you to do something in the ministry. You sacrifice your rest time and you go and do it for God. Sometimes even you need to lose your family time because you need to go to the prayer meeting. You need to go to church. Otherwise, it's a good family time. You know, you are losing something there. You are sacrificing for God. Sometimes you save money in the bank. And there is a crisis. You need to provide more offering. You take it from your savings and throw it in the offering plate because there is a need. There is a great need. And you lose your savings there. That is a sacrifice. We call it as a sacrificial giving. The widow, all that she had was two mites. Nothing else. She put that in the offering box. Sacrificial giving. Using the talents for God. If you go out and use the talents, probably you can get a lot of money. You don't want to do it. You don't want to waste your talents in the world. But instead you want to use your talents for God. You are sacrificing. Being Christ-like in the world. Being Christ-like in your workplaces. You know, when things are not happening good in, the, in a godly way in the workplace, you would like to stand for God. You want to stand for God. You are sacrificing. You know, these are some of the practical aspects that we are talking about this morning. Following Lord Jesus Christ requires sacrifice from your end. You know, at times we are not able to follow Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe a couple of reasons why we are not able to do that. These are some of the practical aspects, you know, why we are not able to follow Lord Jesus Christ. At times, you know, we are not willing to lose something in our lives. Always we want to gain. You know, I have come across and you would have come across people 
Those who follow Lord Jesus Christ only for physical blessing, only for material blessing, you know, they want to gain always. They don't want to lose anything. They don't want to give it to God, but they want to receive all the blessings in their lives. They don't want to participate in the ministry, but they want to receive all the blessings in, in their lives. They want to commit their lives for God, but they want to receive all their blessings from God. Sometimes we are not able to follow God sacrificially because we are not willing to lose. We want to gain always. At times we are not willing to get out of our comfort zone. You know, think about, I just want you to think about, it. these are some of the practical things I go through and you go through. Sometimes, you know, we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. We feel comfortable in our good friend circle. The moment we, someone else comes in, the moment we are asked to go out and meet somebody else, you hesitate because you're not want to do that. You want to be always in your comfort zone. In a moment you are come out of your comfort zone and do something for God, you are sacrificing. But if you're not able to do that, we are not willing to follow Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when Jesus walked, walked in the face of this earth, none of the situation was his comfort zone. Every time he was targeted in his ministry, every time he was facing trials and tribulations in the ministry, and this morning God is telling you, the kingdom of God, kingdom of God is not easy at times. God is expecting you to get out of your comfort zone in order to follow him sacrificially. Let me take it further this morning. Sometimes we have the desire to have more than what we need. And God is telling us, you need to, my son, my daughter, you need to sacrifice those aspects in our life because you don't need it. You know, I have seen people, I have seen things happening in my own life at times. Sometimes we tend to take more than what we need. Tend to take more than what we need. How many refrigerators we need in a house? One. Just one refrigerator, right? And if there is another refrigerator which is on sale, probably somebody is giving it free of cost. And what do you want to do? Why don't I take that refrigerator? Probably I can put it in the basement, right? So how many washing machines we need? Just only one washing machine, right? We are not running a laundry store. But then, you know, sometimes we are tempted to do it whenever we find something which is gaining something which is more than what you need. We do it at times. We are not able to follow God because we tied up with so much of stuff on this earth. We are not able to do anything because we are so much tied up tightly, very tightly with the things of this world. And this morning, God is telling you, make yourself light. Make yourself, I, I tell, always tell my family, make things light so that we don't have any hold on this earth. We need to do it at some point of time. All that we need is one room with one bed, probably a refrigerator and a stove and a washroom. Nothing else. Nothing else. No, I'm not against buying a big bungalow or big houses. We need to buy. We need to do it. But make sure that you are able to use that for the kingdom of God. Make sure that you are able to use it for the kingdom of God. Run prayer meetings in your house. Even if it's a big bungalow, you have a big basement. Do it for, give it for the glory of God. And then God will bless us. God will bless us. Don't keep anything more than what we need. Desire to become like others. You know, some of those things I have seen in Christianity and I have seen mostly among Pentecostals, I have seen people try to become like others. You know, it's the foolish things to do in the word of God. You know, when somebody is coming up in their career, somebody is, God is blessing someone, you know, you want to be like somebody else. When someone is doing, God is blessing someone, you know, we try to be like him. Our object, our aim is to become like somebody else. You know, God doesn't honor that at all. God is expecting you to sacrifice. He has a special plan for you. He has a special path for you. And God expects us to walk in that way in which God is allowing us to walk. Not willing to fast and pray. 
You know, sometimes we say that, brother, I cannot fast. I cannot fast. I tell them straight away, God will make you to fast. Right? Right? Never say that I cannot fast. We know how to fast. Before God takes us into that situation where we need to sit and fast, let's start our fasting. At least one time in a week. Maybe Sunday morning, it's well and good. God will bless you. God will use you. Fasting and prayer. If you're not willing to do all these things, we cannot follow Lord Jesus Christ. Not willing to keep certain time aside for God. Now let's make it as a practice. Once you give the time for God, we are sacrificing something for God. And this morning, I'm just, you know, I'm just prompted to tell you that God wants you to think about one sacrifice that you would like to do. One sacrifice you would like to, you, you would let go from your life. Just simple things, whatever God is putting in your mind. Maybe just giving five minutes to God every day. Maybe just giving five minutes to share the gospel with somebody. Maybe one person at, in every day. Or maybe, you know, doing something for the glory of God. Just think about some sacrifice as you listen to me this morning. God will bless you. Let's turn to Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 to 38. It's a very well-known scripture. Just like, I would like to just quote and move along. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake, will save it. For what will it profit? A man, if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul, or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in, his, in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the, with the holy angels. You know, what scripture is saying here is a couple of things. I have put that in the slide for you. Number one, scripture is Jesus is asking us to deny yourself. You know, denying ourselves is, 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 is a, it's a painful process. As I said, the way you deny, you say no to a couple of things which are not godly. You say no to a couple of things which God doesn't want you to do. You deny yourself. And you humble your lives, you, 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 you know, bring your life down so that, you know, you just have the bare minimum to survey on this earth. Deny yourself. Take up the cross. Take up the cross. Cross also says that the pain that we, we gain when we say no to temptation, it is also the suffering we go through in our bodies. Some of the sicknesses that you are handling in your life. God is asking you to take up that. Some of the hesitations, some of the, some of the uh, enmity that you have gained because you shared the gospel with your family members. Today they don't talk to you because you told them the love of Jesus. Take up that cross. Sometimes your own children, they rise against you. Take up the cross. Sometimes your parents do not understand you. Take up the cross. Sometimes your church may not understand you. Your pastor may not understand you. Take up the cross. Sometimes you don't see the believers cooperating with you. Take up the cross. Just follow. You know, whatever it may be, never give up following Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's very, very important in our life to just move along. 
Just to move along whatever God has called you to do. Just keep doing it and keep going, keep going. You know, such I have seen such people who is, has, who's having a great, great zeal for God. Now they are not getting distracted. They will just keep moving. They will just keep moving. They will take steps and move forward. And God expects us to do that. And he says, thirdly, follow me. Follow me. Follow only Jesus. Not anybody else. Not any human being, not any pastors, not any evangelists, not any miracle workers. Do not follow anybody. You, when they fall, you will fall. Just follow only Lord Jesus Christ. Fourthly, desire to lose your life. Jesus said that. Desire to lose your life. Think about the missionaries, those who are standing in the forefront. They have already desired to lose their lives. And I wish God may bring us to that point where we will even desire to lose our lives. So that we may gain, we may gain, not trying to gain more than what we need. We talked about it, not to be ashamed of Jesus Christ and his word. Because Jesus said, if someone is ashamed of me and my word, and I will be ashamed of you when I stand in front of my father. We don't want that. Do not be ashamed to share gospel, share Jesus with your friends. It doesn't matter whether they are Hindus or Islam or Christians or whoever it may be. Just share the gospel. Share the gospel because when we stand in the presence of God, they will come and God may would have judged them to go to eternal hell. And God would have judged you to go to eternal heaven. And they may be standing there pointing out you to God and asking you, telling God that he was with me all along. He was working me with me all along. He was working with me in the company, in the hospital, in the elder home and wherever I am. But he never, he never, he never spoke about Jesus to me once. If he would have told me about Jesus, I would have accepted you, Lord. How can you allow him to go to heaven? We don't want that. We don't want that. Let's not be ashamed of the gospel. Finally, before I close, I would like to refer to a woman who gave sacrificially. Let's turn to 1 Kings. Chapter 17, chapter 17, verses 9 through 16. First Kings, chapter 17, verse 9. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. God was telling to Elijah the prophet. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. A widow was gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. There was drought everywhere. Elijah, the man of God, walking, was walking for long distance. And now God is sending him to go to Zarephath. And he showed the widow to him. And he is asking that widow, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. Verse 11. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. He is also, also asking for bread. Now the widow says, so she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Here we see a woman, she was a widow, she lost her husband, now gathering a couple of sticks so that she can go and prepare bread and eat and give it to her son too and die. Because they, there was a great famine going on, drought going on everywhere. 
verse 13 and Elijah said to her do not said to her do not fear go and do as you have said but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son all that they had is a couple of you know a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil all that they can make is one bread and Elijah wanted that bread verse 14 for thus says the lord god of israel the bin of flour shall not be used up nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the lord sends rain on the earth so she went away and did according to the word of elijah and she and her, he and her household ate for many days the bin of flour was not used up nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the lord which he spoke by elijah you know here we see a widow she was a widow she did not have her husband and there was a great famine everywhere drought everywhere all that she had was a handful of flour and a little oil because he, she had no other hope because there is no food anywhere else nothing was available the only option was to die only option was to commit or bring their life to an end now there came elijah the prophet He is asking her to make a sacrifice. What was the sacrifice? Whatever you have, make the cake or bread and give it to me first. Right? So, so I want you to you know think about putting yourself in that situation. If I am there, probably I would have just run away from that place. Who worries about Elijah now? Right? Already I am starving to death, and my son is dying. I just want to eat. Right? I am not going to care about anybody else. but look at this woman she went there and she obeyed the word of god and she prepared the bread and she brought that to elijah the last thing she had in her life was given as a sacrifice to the man of god and she obeyed the word of god she, she obeyed the man of god she gave all that she had as a sacrifice to the man of god you know that's a sacrifice that word of god is talking about i don't know what it means to you today it may not be always giving it may be something else that god is expecting us to give up for the sake of the gospel i'll let just leave that to the spirit of god this morning to speak to you god expects us to follow him sacrificially god this morning we and i need to cry out to god and ask him lord i need that mindset lord not about me and my family always but about others but about the children of god those who are not receive not having having christ jesus in their lives It's not about always I enjoy the presence of God. What about somebody who is living outside who have never experienced the presence of God? And this morning God wants you to think about the kind of sacrifice that he expects. Finally, our sacrifice is rewarding. Our sacrifice is always rewarded. Think about that woman. The widow's bin of flour was not used up. And Lord God bless her. Nor did the jar of oil run dry. nothing was used up and as she started taking it was keep coming as she start pouring the oil it was keep coming and there is no limit for it because that was a miracle by god you know the moment you sacrifice our lord god is right there to perform a miracle you know god is expecting that sacrifice to be made from our side you know this morning some of the blessings which are still held up in our lives god is asking you to make that sacrifice from your end and you will see the reward because he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him that's what the word of god says 
Let me close here with, by reading Matthew 19.29. Very great encouraging scripture at times. Matthew 19.29. And those who are not having brothers, those who are not having houses, those who are not having sisters, those who are not having fathers, those who are not having mothers, those who are not having wives, those who are not having children, those who are not having lands to say that this is my own land, my own property. Here is the word for you. Matthew 19.29. And everyone who has left houses our brothers, our sisters, our father, our mother, our wife, our children, our lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. You know, he's saying, what of God is saying, you receive hundredfold, there is no limit to it. And also more than everything, God is promising us eternal life. You know, how important it is to walk sacrificially when God has given us the life on this earth. And this morning, I may ask you to make that commitment in the presence of God. Let's close our eyes. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.